0: what it do what it do what it do how are y'all doing today i hope you are doing so well well y'all we are back again with another what's your story share your story segment today we'll be having a very special guest his name is antonio wright hands and snaps snaps and claps y'all so before we get into that, I want to give the BTS spotlights for to today, this week. Hey, both. So, as you know, on Sundays, we host our What's Your Story? Share Your Story segment. And we have amazing, amazing guests set up for the rest of the month. So, tune in Sunday, we'll be having our special guest. Let me not pronounce her name wrong. Her name is Marcia Cole. Well, she's going to be coming in and telling us about her story and just sharing her journeys and her thoughts and opinions so I know y'all can't wait for that and then on Wednesday I'll be having a BTS segment on childhood trauma how to overcome it how not it to affect you or your future and so we're going to get into that but until then we are here and we're about to get it so Mr. Antonio Wright. How are you doing today?
1: I am here, ma'am. Here. Um, you know, we all tired, but
0: you know, the part of life. It is, here. It is. So y'all, prior to this, we this is our first time talking, so this is gonna be very fresh, very authentic. And we're just going to be getting to his life and what he has going on, and we're going to be sitting down talking about mental health development, which is a big thing right now. So, Mister Antonio, where are you from, first and foremost? <sighs> Call me Mister. <laughs> I mean, let me live young years while so I can.
1: Uh, from I am from Durham, okay. North Carolina. You know, with like the Bull City, so born and raised. Yes. How old are you? I'm
0: doing. Like, I want to help.
1: <laughs> I'm a, I'm a young thirty one.
0: <laughs> I'm approaching my thirties.
1: I'm, I'm trying, trying to, time, do, but yeah, it's taking up on me, like on oh my god It, it ripped out the bed and that back and that knee crack, you know, that's something different. Life is it's
0: different. A different thing. set of eyes, Yeah. Damn. What is your yeah. profession? Like, give us a little spill about yourself before we get into the knee crease of all this, you know? Well, um, so uh, right now I am a qualified professional counselor. Uh, so I pretty much work with children, adolescents, some adults um, that deal with mental health disabilities. Uh, primarily is mainly conduct issues. Conduct is behavioral issues. It's bad kids that uh, need some type of guidance and uh, parents aren't quite, you know, I would say mentally there to take on that capacity
1: of uh, conduct issues that they are having. Um, started off as a firefighter. um a firefighter, I went to an EMT, which is the you know people that ride the ambulances, uh, no saving lives, take cats out of trees. Then um, I went to become a correctional officer. Um, Ooh, that was, a, that was a, a task right there. Um, constantly looking behind you, watching there be a bet. You know, just praying that you go home in the morning. Um, from there, I went to work with juveniles and the detention center. That kind of that led me to do what I'm doing right now, because when I was a correctional officer, I had an inmate. You know, he was a little depressed one day, and you know, I was trying to give him some advice. You know, I know I'm an officer, but you know, I know you—you you did what you did, but I can't judge you, you know. But you know, I was trying to help him out. And he was like, "Man, listen, to be honest with you." He said, uh, "I got a life. You can go tell the kid that shit." <laughs> you know, when I went home and thought about it, I said, "Well, maybe I do need to help kids because children." Actually, have more chances than us as adults do because we're we're too thickheaded. We don't want to listen. We we just think we know everything. And children, they have more opportunities. So uh, I want to help them uh, now. Working what I do now, and you know, becoming a mental health counselor. Graduated in May. <laughs> in May. Can't take me to go back. Oh, the you but yes, that is, that is my multiple
0: said, like, story. Just enough, so because I know my mom is on here, and she's probably like, yeah, because that's literally what I'm in school for. Uh, my major is social work okay. uh, right now, but what you're doing is what I desire to do, work with kids in a juvenile detention center, or Anything of that platform to help um, kids, because I can take what I've learned and what I've been through, and I can literally reiterate that and let them know, like you just don't know, like how I tell, like you no know, mom talking, like this is what I want to do, because for somebody who deals with it and goes through it, if I could just reach out to one child
1: that's all you need just one. that's all it takes honestly and it's I mean honestly it's a blessing because when when you look at those those types of children and I say types because Mm -hmm. society gives them a name as so when you look at those types of children um it's, it's sad but at the same time it's not their fault because they didn't ask to be here like what, what what michael Jackson saying in the song you can't yeah, take yeah. care of that baby don't have that baby but it's out of it's a lot of babies mm-hmm. having babies today and I take care of children so therefore they come to the justice system because they are taught right they are brought up the way they're supposed to then they came to see me now when you see me it, Big boasting, you know, guy here. Oh, oh, you know, you, know, you think you' about? Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm here to help you, brother. But in those children's eyes, all they see is how perfect we are. But they do not know our story because at one, he was like, "Hey, man, you know, you like," he was mad one day. I was trying to talk to him. Nah, you, you know, you perfect. You know, fuck you. This, 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 and that. And I was like, "Listen, brother." I have been where you've been. I may not have been in your shoes, per se, where you actually were in life, but I have walked the same walk that you have. So no, believe me, I'm not perfect. I can't tell you my full story, but believe me, I I done been through something. We we can break down, you know, what we can break. I can tell you, but once you level with them and they understand, okay, okay, so, they, they actually care, and that's all they want. They just want somebody that cares.
0: Cause I mean, that's all. It, it was my um, it was my counselor or the um, what was she? Mom. She was the um, the head over the school. Cause my senior year, I actually got sent to a school um that was for troubled or with kids with mental health dis- disabilities and or trouble kids. So I went to a school like that. Um, my senior, I had got kicked out and and my mom made it happen. She got in contact with a school called um, Educational Center Private School. And it was a type of school where me and you will be in the same classroom, but say you are in the 10th grade, I'm in the 12th, and we'll have the same exact teacher. And we only have these classrooms. Have a cafeteria, we have a library, but got a courtyard, there's the administrator, um, administration, and they help and they realize, like, it's not a joke, but I just, re- I just hope that the counselor system in the Jackson Public School, because that's what I could speak on. Andrea, I already know you know, because that's what we grew up at. If they just took a little bit more time, a little bit more time to care, because I feel like we're gonna touch on this um almost every segment. Um it was a young lady, uh, she went to the school called Mara High School. Oh you didn't take me high school. Uh, come mm-hmm. on now. They called you and told you to come pick <laughs> up. Uh, but the girl, um, she jumped off the bridge that was literally across the high street from the school jumps right up. Um, And you have a lot of people saying like, even the teachers there, the counselors there was like, well, we didn't know, you know, they was just playing, you know, we didn't, if y'all just took that extra time out and this just happened, like, going on two years, this is still fresh in, uh, back in my hometown, but moments like that is when you realize you have to take that extra care and open up that door because you can't expect a child to come to you and open the door for themselves. We have to be the one to open it up. So, let me tell you.
2: Oh, you ready? You you, you ready? Come on,
0: I'm (laughs) going to say Come on there, mom. we all know but anyway let's get into mental health in your definition what is mental health to you?
1: mental health to me it's a, it's a status uh, it's a status of when, when somebody says um you know today i'm, I'm not feeling it or you know i feel like today's gonna be a great day it was i think back in the day <laughs> back in the day um a couple of years ago um facebook used to have where you can put what your status is how how you feel it that day and I like to ask people, how are you feeling? Because that mm-hmm. regulates with your mental health. Well, to me, is what is your status? How are you feeling? What's going on with you? You want to talk about it? You don't want to talk about it? You, you need a hug? Because I, I love to tell my clients, my family, my friend, treat people how you want to be treated. Because you never know what somebody's going through that day. like. I want to be that guy, Uh, I might do it one day, but I want to be that guy that goes out, I know COVID real still, whatever, Uh, just take a sign and say, Mm -hmm. free hugs, for no, like somebody might just need a hug for whatever reason, they could have lost somebody, they could be fighting something, they could have went
2: through
1: uh, anything. Your mental health is the most precious thing that you can have. Other than your time. Mental health is so precious because if it's if it's not secured, if it's not safeguarded in the way that you need it to be, it it, it will destroy you.
0: I didn't really, under- I didn't really understand the concept of my mental health lineup because it was just something that we just didn't talk about you know you see movies and it was always like a taboo in our community and it was always just like I just never never really like thought about it or wasn't like dog this could be depression I'm going through. Uh, when I get that um, that feeling like my chest and that could be the anxiety and stuff. Like, I never knew like it was like those type of things dealing with mental health because I just, because my mom and I was like, we'll just be yourself, right? And I learned how to yeah. feel all my feelings. Now I've gotten great at making time for each feeling. And cause I call it organized chaos. You live in like the that. moment that you're in. And I take time out for each yeah. feeling. If I'm sad, I let that I let it process. If I'm mad, let it process. And so it's just been just, just like one of those things. So I just I didn't really understand until I got older, and like, school kind of, you know, I guess like, when my brother, because um, my brother is retired Marines, right? And I remember feeling that just, just like one of those things. I just, I didn't really understand until I got older, and like, school kind of, you know, I guess, like, when my brother, because um, my brother is retired Marines, right? And I remember feeling that, that first hit of anxiety when he got uh, sent off um, to fight in Yemen, right? And I remember asking my mom, like, what is this? Like, Why do I feel like this? And then started doing my research. Anxiety, you know? In those moments, depression, and but it wasn't until I got older to to actually started diving in and figuring out this stuff and getting the help that was needed and all that. But I feel like mental health can go a long way, and like you said before, um, I have a definition of it is uh, considered like a state of being, which includes our emotional, psychological, our social well beings. Um, you know how it can affect how we feel and think and act and how do we determine all those things and it's very important that you know how to control that
1: well I mean per se I wouldn't I wouldn't say it could be control because in some ways we don't feel we have control over it mm. so when you when you talk about depression um, I feel like Jim Carrey said it this, um, when, when people look at depression, they they don't break it down. They just feel like I'm depressed. I just need to lay in the bed all day, not get up, not do anything, not talk to nobody, just to clue myself in the world. But depression, if you break it down, he defined depression as deep rest.
2: Mm. You don't let your body rest. So... You're going, you're going, you're going, you're going, that's the anxiety. Because when you get anxiety, you feel like, okay, the the world is just
1: coming in at me, I'm trying to do this, trying to figure out how to get away from you. Your body is tired. Mm. So we don't rest. We don't don't cut our phones off. We don't uh, stay off of social media. We don't stop watching the news. We don't detach ourselves from the world. So therefore, we allow the world to come in to mess up our own mental health. Mm. When we forget, okay, when you step outside today, you know, eight people got shot on the news. That's why I don't okay. watch the news. stay in the house today, because, you know, I might be the ninth person. That's the anxiety. You can't control what's going on in the world. Now, you can't control you and your actions and how you do things in the world. See that But as far as let's take the the diagnosis of schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. Now, schizophrenia is something that is, it, to me, I feel like it's, it's dangerous uh, because you that you don't have control over it because you don't know where it came from. It could be inside, it could be outside. But when it happens, you don't have control over it. Now, when you do have that control, you want to take that control over your life and your own mental health, oh, that's a whole other ball flip right there. So, when people tell me, "Hey, you know, Mr. Wright, I'm feeling depressed today." Okay, t- t- tell me a little bit more about that. Tell me why you feel you are depressed. So when you get to the point of, you know, you know, I'm just tired. Oh, did you take a nap today? <laughs> yeah. You, <know, like, laughs> you know, when the last time you took a nap? When's that you actually slept? Yes. Like just. Cut it off. Cut cut it off. And just zone out for a moment. I take take breaks. Take breaks. I tell my clients all the time, take a break from yourself. Because you need a break from you. When you got a list of things that you gotta do in a day and you don't feel like you have time for you. Listen, Antonio, what we about to do right here. We're about to put this phone on Do Not Disturb. We're gonna close the blinds, get under the covers, five to ten minutes of deep breathing and meditation. I need to start doing that. You become a you become a whole nother person.
0: Cause I made a post. Funny that you said that. I had made a post and I was like, I think the most when I can't think.
1: Yep, yeah, absolutely.
0: So yeah. when I'm trying not to think is when like all these thoughts just black like, and I'm like, chill, but it all, it just keeps coming back, like, cause I'm still working on it, like, still working on it, so I still have a lot of suppressed thoughts that comes when I tell you, it comes, and it literally, it comes, and it comes full, full, and. I thought I was doing a great job at, I guess cause that's, I guess when it comes to like, I think I have a control when I feel like, I, like when I say like I have control of my feelings, I feel like that's me just trying to tell myself that within myself, you, it gets kind of, it gets, but you know, He's trying to turn this to a the therapy session. Let me know. Let me, let me what know. can you do? Hey, it's open books. We just talking. And I have a lot to say. Because you don't get, I don't, you know. props to you because I brag about you. Because you, you're in the field. That I got some, keep saying it, that I desire to be in and that I'm like I'm like yearning to learn more and to understand it more because I'm still learning myself. And the only thing I can do is just take for what I know, but I'm trying to take for everybody else know and help me build me up as well. So everything you say, I'm yeah. taking full of it and I That's put myself I- in it.
1: So I didn't experience it believe Because every day, I, I feel like if, if anybody tells me trans family therapists, whoever professional, they have mastered learning everything about this field of work. I, I can't, I can't talk to you. I just be, I'm be real. Sorry, people, skew my lane. I can't fuck with you. If you tell me you know everything. I can't be around you. Mm. I, because nobody knows everything about mental health because it changes on a daily So, yeah, it's stay, stay, stay over there. What's the, what's the, uh, what's the guy everybody doing right now? You know, back it up, back it up, back it up. Yeah, <laughs> stay over there. <laughs> me, you have a friend. wristband? Can't get in without a wristband.
0: I yeah. you have a question for you go ahead uh, it's in a comment of, uh, Tonio do you have a MSW I do not um,
1: I am currently getting my let's get these letters in order <laughs> LM licensed mental health counsel L M C H C a licensed mental health
0: counselor is what I am becoming. It's too many letters. It's the alphabet. L-M-K-O. The alphabet. <laughs> at this point. So, I want your thoughts. Um, mental health in the black community.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we we don't tolerate it we do not tolerate it um we do not tolerate it because we feel like it's not for us um i'm, I'm black and to be honest
1: um i mean I, I i'll take whatever it comes at me but we feel like just because back in the long heyday during the slave times. We've been through enough. We we went through that. Why do we feel like today we still need help with other stuff? Why do we need to ask for help when I'm going through something? You know, when life beating me down, why why do I need to go ask somebody for help? And the thing is, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. We just try not
0: to so when you look at I mean I'll take myself for example Um, I was married before I went through a divorce going through that divorce I had so many people tell me go see a therapist I don't need no therapist nigga I am the (laughs) therapist Yes,
1: exactly like what I need therapy for I said I'm I'm good I said I'm I'm becoming a therapist I get therapized myself they said dude just go talk to them, just see what, like, it took about five people to tell me to go see a therapist, to go see a therapist. There's nothing wrong with it, but we feel like we're being criticized. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Somebody gonna talk about us. Label. Yeah, like, it's not a bad thing, but black people just feel like that just ain't for me. But, when you get there and you see somebody who looks like me, when when did when did now? I don't have this happening. Um, when did when did therapist coming? Oh, all right, <laughs> oh, you my therapist. Yeah, how are you today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know black people did this. Mm. Yeah, we, and that's that's the sad part. Um, but yeah, in the in the black community today, we just don't we don't want help. We don't.
0: Show don't. And it's not it's not talked about enough. It's not yeah. practiced enough. It's not sitting down, sending your kids down, and really asking them. How do you feel?
1: Yes, yes. Tell <laughs> you. ask them how, like you come home from now, and I get it because I run into this, but a lot of parents don't get it. just sitting down with your child and saying, "How was your day today? What's" You don't ask me how my day was, daddy. So they,
0: they say it's straight, <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. You're like, yeah, but let's, let's get it to uh open ended question. Mm. Tell me a little bit about your day now, of course. We because we all get to the point of just you know that closing the question, how was your day? Good, it's, it's not to leave with, so instead. When a child says that, okay, well, tell me what was good
0: about your day. Oh, you know, we went outside, we played on the playground, we had pizza for lunch. And you And then they started to notice, oh, oh they they care. You know, they, I know mm-hmm. they got off of work and tired, but they actually care. Which doesn't lead them to outside resources for that love and that attention. That's what's missing that part that part because i feel like i feel like it's a it's a gap right so the older generation they didn't have to go through what we have to go through in our generation so we how can i put this And then come through. We tend to we seek not we because I ain't got no kids. We seek out those type of conversations as a child. I'm speaking from my child mind, and the littlest thing that you can pay attention to would change that child life. And remember, I even had this conversation with my mom. Like I told her, it was one certain thing that she said to me. One thing stuck throughout my whole entire life, you have to remember that every time that you say something, you speak the answers, and you speaking that into your child, and your child would take that, and because they're learning, and they're learning from you, they will absorb it. That talking to your child and just and also you showing the vulnerability to your child, like show that to them.
1: Yeah, that's that's a problem with, with people today. I, not people at the They don't, you know, feel like you should cry for to get your pleasure. Like to me, I, I have a daughter. She's eleven. To me. Now, at first, you know, you you trying to like, get them the right way, going the right way with this, that, you know, like, block this out, block that I, Look at it. Look at it. Because you're going to see it eventually. Mm-hmm. You're going to see it with me or without me. Mm. You're going to hear it with me or without me. So I'd rather you hear it with me. That way I can teach you and show you a proper way of what this is, how this is, and what you should and should not do with this. So, I, I see a lot of parents, you know,
0: oh, now I'll turn that music off, they got cursing it. Uh, uh, I mean, everybody curses now. Can you stop every child in the school system from cursing? When your child go to school, you can't. You can't. You can't. Because they probably made no. the one up there bleep, 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 bleep. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so, don't, 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 don't do that. Like, but that vulnerability to me is is major mm-hmm. because if you can't cry in front of your kids and your kids be like, "Mommy, Daddy, what's what's wrong?" and you talk to them and tell them, "Listen, this is why I'm crying. This is what happened." You know, and in life you have to let it out. And I had a I had a show, I had an episode on my show, men need me to cry, but not just men, but everybody, right? Because
0: Black men, we don't cry. I'll just be honest. I be honest, we just don't cry. I cried as we get done. I lost, it. I lost. It. Yeah. I know.
1: It still hurt, but you know I try to be. Like, I got You gotta be tough. It ain't
0: done. Put stuff on your chest. Come on, man. Yeah,
1: so I, got, I walked out. They was like, you know, I'm sorry for your loss. I said, you know, I. Thank you. I appreciate it. He was good to me. Made me happy on the way home. bowling In the car. Get home. My daughter, why are you crying? I explained it to her. Because I don't want her to be scared or nervous as to the reason why I'm crying or confused. Like, mm. my the, be crying. And that's the problem. If a child sees their parent crying or hurt or anything... They get confused and scared because they don't know what that is. So you're you're you the protector. You're supposed to be protecting me. I'm the kid. What what
0: you doing? What you doing? I, I, I cry, not you. It's so funny, cause I only I remember I only used to see my mom cry at church. Yeah.
1: And
0: never really see her cry at home. And I just remember I was a crybaby, but I wasn't a crybaby. I cried, but I but being the only girl of all boys. <laughs> you God. cried. They they talked about you. And you had I had to show some type of strength. But I make this joke now because I always say I cry when I laugh because I don't cry enough when I need to. Because when I laugh and I start laughing like hard enough, I'll be bawling tears. And I just say, those are the tears that were meant to be shed during a moment that I didn't open up about. I let it get released another way. So if, if you like red, turn face red, bawling my eyes out and you think like I'm laughing, I'm like, but then I'm like, damn, release. Yeah. Release. But then it's gonna come out. It, it will come eventually. Cause once you, you pack, it's like put put a car in a, a compactor. Mm. You know, smash it, in, smash it, you smash it. Eventually what's inside is gonna explode out. Right. That's that's like our feelings and emotions. If you don't let it out, it will come out. And I'm I'm good at holding stuff in. Like me too. It's bad, yeah. but I. Well, yeah, I'm good at holding stuff in because I try to. I don't like work. I don't like showing it. I don't like showing showing like I'm weak. And that's the problem, though. That's, that really is the problem. So when people
1: say I don't want to, I don't want to seem weak. I don't want to show weakness. Mm-hmm. We we become weak. So imagine when you get sick, your body is weak because it, it, it doesn't have the energy yet to fight off what it needs to fight off inside. So when you tell people, you know, like I'll just be honest. You go to a funeral and you sit in there, you are good, like. You're not sad, man. I'm good. You know, yeah. I miss him. I love him. All this, that, and the third. So, you're not going to cry. No, I'm not
0: weak like y'all. Hey, it's I, not, wish, not I wish somebody would to me.
1: It's, it's vulnerability to open yourself up to say, okay, this is my moment. I got it. I, I, I like to look at it as to not be embarrassed. Right not be embarrassed means you okay being yourself you okay opening up telling people this how you feel showing your emotions and your feelings if you can't i feel like if you can't
0: open up and be vulnerable to anybody or the world you can't fully be your true self i hope I hold a lot of shit in because I hate to complain like I see others who have shit way worse than I do. I get that. Uh, Listen, um, I don't know who that is,
1: but listen, we complain as soon as we wake up in the morning. Damn, I got to go to work today. You got a job, homie. You woke up. There's some people that did not wake up, some people that don't have jobs. And we are all guilty of complaining a daily basis but it's it's that
0: simple thing God gave us called repentance okay uh you know hey I'm sorry am uh, we have to be thankful for those small things that we do have because there's always somebody else right. that had a worse than we do. Yeah I always think about about the people that you know that have it worse and then I'll be like <laughs> At least, like, because I'm, I'm like, like, I try not to complain, but if I'm feeling some shit, I let this shit out. Like, I'll be like, man, look. Hey, you gotta, you gotta do what's
1: up. You have
0: to. So, I'm gonna get into your life a little bit, a little nosy. What is the biggest struggle you have to dealt with within this year? Well, within the year so far? Or last year?
1: This year, I would say um, failure, actually. Um, because, you know, like you have a podcast started a little business last year um, opened the clothing line podcast all that stuff um, and it, there, there will be days that I feel defeated because it's like I'm doing so much to get it out I'm doing so much to get it seen I'm sending out free stuff so much free stuff um, but it's not getting noticed and it's like, do I need to stop? Like, right. Uh, how long is it going to take? But in the back of my mind, I have to keep telling myself nothing is going to happen overnight. You have to constantly work at it. You have to constantly post. You have to constantly listen. Ooh, post it. I didn't know that was a stop.
0: I I hate it, and it it bothers me, because I was solely so used to posting on Instagram, and there's only every once in a while when I take a good picture, but now I have to, I make the flyers, like, I make the posts, I I send out, like, does this sound uh, correct? Uh, Does this make sure, because I talk weird, like, like now, like, are people going to Tune in like yeah. I'm putting putting myself out there.
1: Good job. And you but when those days, those discouraging days do come, the the failure that comes in your head, like I done started all this, I done spent all this money doing this and doing that. And it's like, man, let me just stop because you know, ain't nobody really paying attention to me. But I go back to the the feedback that I get from people Mm -hmm. and I love your stuff I actually had one guy tell me that he was attempting to commit suicide one Mm -hmm. day and he heard my partner and he said I helped him stop Mm -hmm. I'm doing it for a reason like I'm here for a reason and it Mm -hmm. might it might not get seen tomorrow. It might not get seen two weeks from now. But you have to be consistent, persistent, and committed to what you say you're going to do. Right. If you're like, God gave this to me in order to put this out here. But I always tell people as well when you have a gift if you have something that you know it is yours, you have to keep working at it. Faith without works is dead. Amen. Mm-hmm. The to to go out here and, and, and shoot for the stars but you gotta build that ladder
0: or that rocket ship to get up there to the stars you gotta put the work in so that is probably I would say the biggest struggle is staying consistent and persistent every single day <laughs> I'm telling you cause I have these conversations with my um uh... My media manager, he's in the chat now. And when yeah. I tell you, when we first like started working together and I would be like, look, and we've been on each other for almost like going on like, what, two weeks now that we've been like, I'll send him my stuff like, okay, how this look, how this look, how this look. And I'll just be like, I feel overwhelmed. Yeah. And... When I feel overwhelmed, it's a whole nother type of overwhelm because the ADHD plays a part in it. So when I feel overwhelmed, I feel like shit, I didn't get nothing done. Yeah. But I but I'll be sitting here all night working on stuff and still feel like I did not do not a damn thing. All that time I just was a waste and but I'm learning. I'm learning how not to be so hard on myself. I'm learning how to, because I'll get, I'll start a project and I'll stop it so quick because it's not getting the results that I want to And I be expecting results. I wake up and I'm viral. I be, because, hell, all these other motherfuckers doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I? Hey, look. So the
1: same way, I feel it, like I'll be like, I'll be want to wake up in the morning, I got about 300 ads on Facebook, Instagram, 3,000 likes, about 800 uh, messages on my website Want to buy my clothes. You got one like, and one new friend request.
0: And your one like is yourself. Like, come on. <laughs> But people yeah. go viral and go, people, people doing stupid stuff. Just dumb. dumb. But when there's something that needs to be talked about. Yeah. Yes, yourself. It'd be me. I'd be liking my own stuff. <laughs> oh, dude, me too!
1: Who, who else? Look, who gonna promote you better than you, okay? Hello. <laughs> you got to.
0: So when you feel like in that moment, what do you feel as described as a great downfall?
1: That's
0: it in another format, please. Okay. Yeah, because I read it. I read it out. What do you feel in the moment of a great downfall?
1: Frustration. Um... Because when it, when it comes to a downfall, I feel, I wouldn't say I fall down. Mm. Um, I would say I, I, I take a knee. So mm. when, um, when I work out, I work out a lot, but when I work out and I get tired, I take a knee. Because taking a knee to me is, I'm down, but I'm not out. Right. i still got work to do. i got to keep going. I came in here with a goal, and I cannot leave until I accomplish that goal. So I might be frustrated. I might be angry. I might be hurting. I might be sore at this moment. But that moment will pass. So I have to talk to myself. I have to tell myself, listen, brother, we down right now, but we out. Right. So um my man Les Brown, I love him to death. Les Brown says, When you get knocked down by life, make sure you fall on your back. Because if you can look up, you can get up. Mm. That is so powerful because when I think about it, when people fall, they fall on their face. Ain't nothing on the ground but the dirt. So when you look up look up at the sky, you can get up, you can reach for the stars, you can reach for the moment. Keep going. and give you something to look forward to.
0: Because the sky so, is the limit.
1: I'm telling you. So, yeah. So, you answer your question. It is
0: frustration, but I have to keep going. So, I don't know if you struggle with anything, but when you're going through a struggle, does that sometimes cause emotional triggers?
1: Um, I would say, yeah. Um, because that plays a part back to, um, holding things in. Mm-hmm. So, I, I have, I would say I have learned to release some things, um, as I've learned in life, but I still tend to hold things in so the emotions get held in as well um, but for them to get triggered it takes a lot for me to get mad like a lot so once, once you you know you keep you fill a trash can up and keep putting stuff on top of it and you can't it, it just keep falling off Eventually, you know, the whole transplant is going
0: to fall over. Right. So, to have those triggers, um, I would say once you keep piling stuff on top of me, that's when that trigger goes off. And I just can't take it no more. Hmm. hmm. I feel that. I feel that 100%. Like for real, because I feel the exact same way. <laughs> Literally. Literally. So, out of all of that, what motivates you to continue to strive to do better and be greater?
1: Well, I would say my daughter, uh, she does motivate but I would say my family. Mm-hmm. I say my family because, you know, hey, I love y'all. If y'all listening, this is what it is. I don't sugarcoat. Um, but my family because I am the only one that is doing something. Right. Um, most of my, all of my family. Uh, I'm the second person in my family to graduate high school. I am the first to ever go to college. Mm. I wanted something different for my life. Now, people talk about generational curses. Um, Of course, I I believe in them. Um, But in my family, there still is a generational curse of lack of just not doing nothing, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so, it, it was a point in my life when I was in high school. You know, I'm out there. I went to a high school that was on a college campus, so, I'm like, okay, we, <laughs> I'm out here with girls, like, okay? It's time to play. and do no work. So, when it came down to graduation and my uh, school counselor said, yeah, you're not graduating with your class. <laughs> which 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 mean yeah you need to take four classes in summer school and get straight A's on all your grades to graduate Hmm. when I heard that I'm not going to graduate because my older sister did not graduate everybody before her did not graduate except one of my aunts Antonio, do you want to be a part of this? Hmm. I said no. So I did what I needed to do. Stayed up, studied, did the test, all that. And I graduated. Graduated with a 2.0, but I graduated. you yeah, graduated. That's not look. You ain't looking at GPA. You know, I graduated with everybody. So, doing that, I, I wanted more. Cause I was like, this is. I love this feeling. Like, Get on this stage.
0: to you in, in a lot of ways uh, if you didn't know because I heard that same exact thing yeah. um, from school wise but they didn't they ain't, they ain't do it Um. they didn't do it where you know but it's I heard the exact same thing and it tears you down it's like
1: basically uh, when she said that it Ooh. was like she about ripped the soul out of my soul.
0: You got who about to get held back in twelfth grade? Who? <laughs> who? Not me. <laughs> not
1: me. I might have gra- graduated late, but I graduated. You gonna be to go to college after you graduate. Listen, I don't care about that right now. <laughs> Let me get my high school diploma. That's what I want right
0: now. So just imagine how I feel. When they told me that my senior year, and I didn't get the chance to walk with the people I grew up with, yeah, I got I had I graduated from the Ed Center that summer.
2: Gotcha.
0: So yeah. it was because I had to, yeah, yeah. So it that moment, like I when I when I tell you, that was like the darkest moment I felt is watching all of them across that stage and then I was in choir so the fact that I get a chance to sing with my people who I literally been knowing since I was little we have literally all let me get right there yeah. but but that made me who I am today yes, I've yes. met some amazing people at the Ed Center and that's what got my journey started Into mental health development, so it's not a you know, it happened.
1: Everything happened for a reason,
0: it happened, and hey, some of my they didn't know what happened to me, but it's so crazy because once I like because I took a break and I kind of like dropped off the face of the earth, and then I remember when I came back, I posted me graduating. And I kind of got like and I was like, what? <laughs> Where were? We? But I was like, it doesn't matter because I got that diploma. That's all that matters. We didn't walk across the stage, we walked we walked across the because it was at a church. So I walked across the pool pit <laughs> <laughs> The Lord was there. The Lord was there.
1: <laughs> we just needed that piece of paper. That's all. That's all. That's
0: all I needed. That's all I wanted. But now, now I'm like, ooh, now I gotta do more. Shit.
1: Listen, Tell me, uh, just, just get down. Uh, get out of this.
0: Hmm. Cause I commend hey. you when working on your masters. Like you just don't know. Come on, come on, doctor. Right, listen. Ain't nobody asked
1: for all of that. Uh, it sound good. It sounds good. But ain't nobody asked for all that. You gonna write these dissertations? Huh? I'm good. Okay. Let me get my masters. I got, I got one, two, and I got
0: space for one more. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I just got one. <laughs>
1: Hey, look,
0: high school. It is what? Okay? <laughs> look, no. if only if only podcast within itself was a school.
2: <laughs> oh, we be
1: good.
0: We'd be good. Always. <laughs> oh, My mama said you can do it. She's a she she loves school.
1: Oh, thank you. You know, I I appreciate the uh, enthusiasm, but I can't do it, okay? I can do all things through Christ, but not that.
0: (laughs) Like, I had enough. (laughs) So, as we wrap up this amazing segment for today, I have one more question for you. Have you found your purpose?
1: Uh, yeah, I I would say I have. Um, it took some time. Um, I thought it was being a firefighter. I thought it was being a correctional officer. I thought it was being a juvenile justice officer. Um, but becoming a counselor is my purpose, to help people, to reach people, um, women, kids, children. I'm working on mine. Uh, hey, we'll find it, it just takes some time sometimes.
0: I'm still working on it. I mean, I, I feel like I know what my purpose is. Yeah. But I want to feel mm-hmm. my purpose. Yeah. I want to, yeah. mm, but I do know where I want to go. And I feel like I'm on the right. I'm
1: gonna like, oh, like, oh, like, feel you phone. Hey, come on. Red red. So, just need that destiny.
0: I just want to cause it's getting kind of late. Um, and we got our thank y'all for it. Y'all the real MVPs. I promise y'all, I tell all my people this, my BTS family. When I become rich and famous, I will be buying all you guys' tacos. Chicken <laughs> or steak. You get a chance to choose.
1: Peanut, tacos. Hey, I'm down for that.
0: We're all getting tacos. Because that's all I'm going to be able to afford. But <laughs> <laughs> we going to get it. And I just, I really appreciate this conversation. I need it. Um... I hope everybody else that tunes in, you know, y'all take for what we said and just apply it and just think on it. Think on it and be about it. Don't you? y'all. That's another second for another day. While I start preaching up in here. Um, so with that being said, I just want to continue to thank you. For coming in and sitting down in the BTS room. Even though we're on my personal page. The BTS room. And sharing your story and your thoughts about mental health development. And what you got going on in your life. Um, Before we go, I'm going to end it with a quote. Inhale. Exhale. It is all well. All of this will be a part of the story you will tell. And that's by Morgan Harper Nichols. Oh so, y'all be easy. Enjoy the rest of y'all' work week. Um, get it started. Get it going. Y'all continue to do everything that you can. And I am here for y'all. If y'all need to talk, I am here. If you just, hell, be. for anything, I'm here. So, good night, y'all. Peace, love, blessings. Peace.